All right, my friends. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. And I am your tribal hostess, your movement motivator, and your passion instigator, Paulette Reese-Denis, bringing you yet another lively discussion. Uh, this week's guest is Denicia Hilton Harper. And um, I know that's a beautiful name, isn't it? Denicia. I like to say that. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome, Denicia. Thank you for spending time with me today and with all of us yes. and sharing your stuff about play. I'm so excited to hear because <laughs> we all need more play in our life, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Doggone it. And it's yeah. healing. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. I've just only learned how to play later in my life. Um, so this is a great topic. Topic of conversation. Anyway, welcome everyone here to our conversation today. And so, Denicia, yes, tell me what's happening. <laughs> I'm like, where are we gonna start? <laughs> <laughs> With you, yeah, it, baby. <laughs> it this, you know, like I send, I reflect on the journey. Off, I, I want to say daily, actually. Um, and I, I think it's a reflection of just honor where, where I've been, like being thankful for oh. the experience, for the, the people, for the conversations or playversations, sometimes what I call Ooh, it. Oh, playversations. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Oh, no, but I hear you. Gratitude, uh, right? Daily gratitude. Yeah. So important. It just expands everything that we do. Yes. And it, it's, I feel like, you know, um, there's so, I feel like there's such a different interpretation of, of gratitude and how that can really be expressed. Mm -hmm. And even that is diverse. And it's like, huh, which, which way am I going to do this today? <laughs> Will it be more internal? Will it be written? Will I text someone simply to oh. just thank them? Am I going to write a note um, to someone or an email? And it's so like sometimes, and I know when I'm in that space, because it just feels so good that like sometimes literally tears just like oh. well up. And because that's just how much it is that they have played a role oh. and, and, no matter how big or small, like to me, it's just a, it's a role, like that's it and impact. And I feel like that's what we do as, you know, as those that are working with others, as you are visioning, as you're mm -hmm. moving with your soul's purpose, like that, I think is exactly it is honoring the connection that we have with, mm. with one another. Um, some of it very explicit and right there in front of you. And then at the same time, the butterfly effect impact and just ah, yeah mm. so oh that's just so delicious my thoughts for today so that's delicious <laughs> I love that and and so so you have different methods of gratitude I love yeah. I mean I love what you just kind of listed off um that could be a whole workshop <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, you go, girl. Um, so, so what? So, well, let's talk about what your daily practices are. 
Well, first of all, wait, let's back up, bam, bam, bam. Let's back up to what exactly are you working on or what do you do? What's your, what's your, um, you know, what do you do statement? Yeah. So what I tell people is, Hey, I create these playful healing spaces Mm. for women to embrace, embody and express her perfect, authentic self. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Okay. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And that, I I know that's like that simple statement, but I, of what do you, but it's so much that's behind it. Like, I really feel like that has, it's a representation of the culmination of literally my journey of personal, but then also understanding that it's a reflection of who, of women that I've worked with Mm. and really seeing the holistic being. And I I know that it can be triggering to some when I say perfect, when I use perfect, Um, but I really do mean it. And it's because there has been a people, it's been misconstrued and it has been misconstrued in a way that it's harmful, I believe, Mm. in that um, the root meaning is whole and complete. And so when I use it, that's what I mean is seeing you for being whole and complete. It's just that right now we met in this phase of your journey where you realize, huh, something's not quite right. Like I know that there's something that's not connecting and Mm. like, what is it? You know, I'm having this experience. I'm having this experience of, of symptoms and I'm having these experience of conditions uh, in the physical plane, like in the mental and in the emotional, but what is it? And so in the playful healing spaces, how I see it is, and the, um, that the perfect authentic self that we're wanting to bring out, like we're encouraging and inviting to, to express itself is that we have these physical, mental, and emotional experiences mm-hmm. as messages from our inner being saying, eh, you're not quite like tapping into me right now. You know, what, what messages, what insight, what guidance can be offered? And it comes in the way of these, of the physical, mental, and emotional experience. And so I love like using play Um, to be able to allow her to create that space for her to literally be able to go into her life experience in a way that is much more expanded in a way that she sees she she may not like sometimes it's it's it can be difficult at first you know because we would have gone through however long believing that we're imperfect because that's just the rhetoric right. um and now you have somebody that's saying um no you're perfect you are whole and complete and so the, even that notion in and of itself can be like what really <laughs> so it's like this confusion <laughs> but then if I am, then how do I know? Like, how do I experience that? And so in the healing spaces, it's like, well, let me show you. (laughs) Let's tap into these different aspects of what makes you whole and complete. So what do you do in these playful spaces? How do you create play for somebody? So 
All right. We have for someone who didn't know how to play for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to use this one, like one example of being on the perfect playground. So that's the online community, right. That I just started. Um, because I was talking about this playground being everywhere, but then people were like, I kind of wanted to be like a place I could go to. Like, and so it was like, oh, okay. So let me create the community. Perfect, then. perfect. <laughs> yeah. So for instance, like one of the, one of the topics that I encourage to take a look at is, is playing with your food. And so even with playing with your food, think about the nature in the relationship that most have with food mm. and with the eating process. We have a um, very warped body image, esteem. We actually even have a very warped relationship and perspective of food. We've demonized some foods while mm. praised others um, that it has created like this culture where we are not even tapping into the natural beauty and the sustenance that I can provide, right? So one of those, so yes. one thing that I might say is, here, play with this, play with your food one day in the <laughs> sense that you actually must sit there, look at your plate and just stare at it and admire it mm. for 60 full God. seconds. That's so good. Now, now, if you play with that, just admire it for 60 full seconds, not touching or anything admire it right now embody so remember i said it's it's a whole thing of like the embrace embody and express right so Uh all of my stuff takes you through each of those um but now embody as you're admiring this plate of food where do you feel the goodness where do you feel it resonating in your body do you actually now are you aware of the salivation that's happening? You know, are you actually now looking at it thinking, you know, I'm not actually feeling this meal. <laughs> and because it could because you may have now seen, wow, I just kind of like I don't really want to eat that, or or yeah. I really, really want to eat that. And I just made this just to make it like, or grab this just to grab it, but I don't even have any connection to it. Mm-hmm. And that oh in and of itself is like, that like happens with 99% of the world, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, something simple as that, like mm-hmm. just admiring and taking that time to admire and then to really embody and start to feel like you can, if it really is for you, oh, the, you're going to start getting the juices flowing physically, like, like the digestive juices, the salivary juices, all are priming for you to be able to assimilate what's coming from this food that's right there in front of you. And this type of play was simply more of a, let's be, let's sit still, let's gaze into each other's eyes. Oh, plate of food. Like, <laughs> Oh, I so love this. Oh my God. (laughs) But it's so, it's so important. I mean, we do, we do. I mean, I, I'm a cook. I love to cook. I used to have a restaurant. I'm a vegan. I love food. I love food. I love to cook. I love to feed my friends. But how many times do you sit there and shovel in your food? Even after you've cooked this beautiful meal, 
Yeah. Bam, 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 you know. And I mean, I'm guilty of that, although I may look at it a little bit differently part of the time. But it's so true, and we take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's how you can see if we if we take it for granted in the process that we're talking about. Imagine then how that, now we're going into another dimension of it, is that how much is it that we're taking it, like taking it for granted what a farmer might be experiencing, what the land that's needed for it might be experiencing, mm -hmm. what the water is experiencing. So that to me is kind of like how we can be so careless with those aspects because we're we're not even in tune with what it is that would be even put in front of us to even go to that point. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's freaking huge. Mm -hmm. That's so huge. And, you know, yes, you know, uh, the land and <sighs> I just had my mind blown. <laughs> Um, no, and it, but yes, because we live in a, a consumeristic society. We're so used to having food on the table yeah, and not thinking about the animals it comes from or the earth that it comes from or the farmer that it comes from, right. just that it comes from the supermarket, mm -hmm. right? And that's, of course, that's a general statement, but, um, and then to, to honor and relish the sustenance that it gives us. Yes. That makes us whole and complete and perfect. <laughs> yes. And you and another like physical thing that you might that you'll experience, some may be so sensitive they can tap into it a little bit more. Um, but you can actually begin to really feel like the healing from yeah. the food. Mm -hmm. You can, cause you, you become, you didn't body. So you're really aware. That's when, that's when people might start to notice even, so say that you went through that whole practice, you played with it, you case into each other's eyes and you're like, yes, I'm ready for you. Right. And then you go ahead and delight yourself in this meal. And then 30 minutes later, you might notice you got a little pep in your step. You might notice that this headache is that was there is gone, or you might notice that there is some kind of bloating, some stagnant type of uh -huh. energy there. And simply being aware and simply being embodied, being in the body, it's like even though you would have eaten it, your relationship with it still continues, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so now you now you're playing in a whole nother aspect of it of oh like did it, how how am i assimilating how are we working together and how is my microbiome driving with what it just had to you know like right. <laughs> so it's you know just even in that level of what's for you at this time and i love like because my background is specializing in um, reproductive health, women's reproductive health and fertility health, right? And this was something that I actually saw. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually having to help with the relationship with food because um, many were not eating enough, uh -huh. right? And 
and then it wasn't varied enough. And, and so, but they would have difficulty doing it. And once you open the doors, you start learning, wow, they may not have learned to cook the type of household they grew up with, or they were always um, growing up with somebody saying they needed to lose weight. So they had already had this relationship that was very different. Mm -hmm. um, yet, yet you hear mother earth, the food's coming from earth, right? Yet you're actually trying to become a mother. Like in even menstruation in and of itself is the opportunity to mother. Yet the mothering coming from the earth is skewed. That relationship is skewed. Ooh. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Okay, so so that's like one example of what you do, just the whole food experience. So what else? Yes. So another one that I really, um, and, and I will, I will, full disclosure, a lot of these prompts and whatnot that come that I am doing in the perfect playground is actually in response to me paying attention to what I'm seeing that could be hindering or, um, might have a, a skewed perception. And I'm, I'm intentionally wanting to change that perception of some aspect of herself to help her to realize that she's whole and complete, right? Mm -hmm. And so one of them, another one is the bodylicious appreciation. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> bodylicious. He has the bodylicious. <laughs> so if we really do see and believe that we are a spirit in a physical body, how, what is our relationship with the body? How, like I, these are prompts and encourage and encouragement to start to really change your relationship with the body, that the body is your friend. Mm -hmm. And so if you listen to a lot of uh, languaging, it's oftentimes referred to in a third person. Like it's it, it, in a way that it can be harmful. Like once again, menstrual cycle stuff, it's like the, the disdain for having a menstrual cycle or even in perimenopause or menopause, the disdain for right. experiencing those symptoms, right? Instead of honoring those symptoms, the, yeah. the, the aging process. Yes. A, aging. Oh my gosh. Aging. Yes. That's been coming up to you a lot. Ooh, I, mean, I love it. Yeah. And, and it, what is it? It's anti-aging. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you can't anti-age. We're all going to, that's the one thing we all yeah. have in common is yeah. that we're going to age. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. this physical plane is going to die. Like, right. Like, so, um, but I mean, in, in these natural processes, even what has happened there, what has happened is then as a way to cope with that pain, as a way to cope with those symptoms, you dissociate. Uh -uh. So you begin to dissociate from the body and then uh. and through that dissociation, now how am I treating it, right? So instead with this bodylicious appreciation, let's call out parts of you that make the whole, but let's call out parts and actually let's show it appreciation, you know? How can I show appreciation to my hands? Many may not, they're just like, oh, I, I wash my hands. <laughs> you know, uh, I may go get a manicure or, or something like that, right? But to really go there, 
really sit there and be with your hands and start to like envision what it is that they do for you. Mm. Right. Like, cause you, cause you might hear languaging of like, my fingers are so chubby or my fingers are so skinny. They're stubby. And all of that stuff that you might say aloud. And now I'm asking you, what do they do for you? Sure, you're naming characteristics, but do they still allow you to pet your beloved dog? Mm -hmm. Do they still allow you to be able to stare at that wedding ring or that engagement ring that's been placed upon there? Do they allow you to just touch the face of yours, of someone else, right? Mm -hmm. Like, do they allow you to eat? So like, if we can now like really play with it, now play with them and try different textures. What happens when you try these different textures? How do you feel them, right? Are there sensitive parts more so than other parts? And, and even then, if I'm working with somebody one-to-one, cause I can, I'm able to do it. I can like rub, uh, further refine it for them. I mean, we have the whole channel system on our hands. So if you can imagine, if you have the whole channel system, that means that your whole body is represented on your hands. How will you now treat your hands? If you knew that you could be literally applying love right there to your digestive system, (laughs) what would you do then? Right? Like it's, it's there right here in these two hands. And so like in that bodylicious appreciation, it's like in each month, like what are we gonna highlight? And let's really go there Uh. and offer that appreciation, that gratitude. Now we are shifting the internal frequency and now what do we wanna plant? Now, what do we wanna really, really plant about coming into the body? Like I'm inviting you to come into the body. You might be experiencing the symptoms, the pain, the conditions. Yes, I am very well aware and you are aware that they're there. But to shift it, like to be able to shift it and to open up to the healing, you must begin to open up to the relationship that you have with the body that's actually experiencing it. And so how can we do that? So that's like, that's another way, something else. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Uh, and it's, it's, you know, it's so much about being present. It's so much about awareness, consciousness, yeah. and taking the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's taking the time with yourself in general, taking the time, like, and and that's one of the things that I I say, like in the welcome for the, for the playground is that this is a space that's here. The space is around you all the time. And then whatever it is that you're open to and that's calling your attention at that time uh, there, it's to, the space is to meet you where you are while also witnessing your evolution. So it's like, it's this breathing, living. (laughs) So, all right. So how did you get here? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, I'll say that to get to this point, it, I, I had experienced a lot of things. Like I have to, I have to honor that I'd always been interested in medicine ever since I was a young child, always been interested. Um, 
I mean, seeing what was happening with my sister being sick and my mom being sick, mm. um, there was like a certain level, there was like a reaction that I would have in my body. Um, there, it, it, it was like, I want to be able to do something. And, you know, then I learned about medicine, but then it's also hmm, going in and, and then changing direction when I got into undergrad and I'm like, nope, I'm going to go this way and do that <laughs> management. And then that's what I did. Right. Got called back to medicine, but now I, my eyes were open to a different way uh-huh. to, to treat. And so then that is where I got introduced to Eastern medicine and why obviously we have choice, right? Like, so I could have gone allopathic or Western medicine and I could have gone Eastern. I chose Eastern because I felt like it really saw the whole person. Mm-hmm. I felt like, hmm, if I may introduce something that would actually open them up to be able to heal themselves, what would that be like? And so I, I did that, you know, like another part that played a role for me was being on hormonal birth control, which is just handed out when, whenever, however, without like, it's pretty much like a, here's the menu, which one do you choose? Like, um, but not like what's full disclosure, you know, what are some potential things that can happen from this? I experienced depression, thought it was complete, thought it was associated with something completely different going through like, um, going to see counselor at school and stuff. Right. Then to only find myself feeling like I should probably not do this anymore. And I stopped, but then as a teenager, um, my, my mom had always taught us to do breast self exams then. Uh, but so one summer I discovered a lump and, and I'm like, what? Like, so, so going through even that process and I, and even during that time, I was just sitting there, thinking there's a reason for this. There's a meaning behind this. That was something that I really held on to. At that time, I thought it was teenagers, hey, finding breast lumps is not just for the older people. <laughs> so I was out there like campaigning, okay. doing breast self-exams, you know, <laughs> thinking like that's it. And, and it is, right? Now it's evolved to more where as I was studying Eastern medicine, really immersing into seeing somebody for the whole person. Mm-hmm. It really got me thinking about, wow, okay. The, how much of this that we believed we're supposed to just accept? Yes. Like we were just supposed to accept the cramping. We're just supposed to accept any other type, like other types of pain, like in for women, not actually being listened to or being taken seriously because you're being hormonal or you're emotional. Right. right? And, and so like, but how does that really, are you on your period? (laughs) Right. But, and, and seeing how does that really affect the spirit of someone? Mm -hmm. Right. And so that like it, I was self-reflecting because that that's what happened to me and that, whoa, nobody told me that the, the birth control could affect me uh, in this way. Uh, I didn't really like, I, yeah, I was having pain, but it was just kind of like, oh, that's just what happens. This is, but then now to learn, oh, it doesn't have to be your experience. I was like, whoa, 
well, I got to start telling other people about this. So it's like, so a lot of it is, <laughs> is that like, it, yes. so all of these instances really kind of coming together to what you see now is really a reflection of that. And, and I felt like of all the different modalities and disciplines that I study and that I practice and that practice and that I'm using, all of them have one goal. And one goal is that they're actually trying to help someone to really be who they are. And, and that's why like, you'll hear me say that there's the tools to resource. Mm-hmm. I don't call them tools and resources. I call them tools to resource because the re and the source, like re, one of the meanings is to bring back. Mm-hmm. Source is you, your oh, self. Mm-hmm. So what are the tools that can help you bring yourself back to who you are? Right. Like, and and honor that those tools have their place in your evolutionary process. So yeah, one tool is going to serve its purpose at that time. And it's okay if you change it up and then another one might come in and then you might actually use something again, Um, but you're a completely different person. And so like, I, I like learning about all these different modalities and disciplines because when I see her, if, if we're interacting in the online community or if I'm working with you individually, that is my protocol, beginning to see you as a whole person and now opening up to what tools are going to help you uh-huh. get to your perfect authentic self and actually believing it, actually expressing it to the point that you... I start hearing the stories, you know, how confident they were and how easy and seamless all of a sudden, like a situation that they would normally have a different type of reaction. And now to see that it was so effortless that what happened for her in that experience was so different, yet she was confident and at peace. And I think that's, and that to me is you really allowed that authentic self to come. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> it's so good. And tell me how, how, um, well, you're on the East coast. Yes. Where, where are you? I'm in the Tampa Bay area in Florida. Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah. Right, Florida. So how do you, on the business side, how do you reach your people? Things like this, <laughs> right? Yes, I would say Absolutely. because I realize that's one of my strengths is speaking. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I stumbled into that. Stumbled slash was guided into it. Like I had someone else tell me that you should have a podcast, and I was like, oh, "What's a podcast?" Like, and <laughs> at that time, it was very focused on women's health. Um, and fertility, right? So that was what it was about. Um, but I didn't understand it. it. And what it was, was she was mirroring that there's, she's like, you actually have a lot that's coming out. And that means different things in different ways people don't know about. So you do, I say you would in a podcast. So I was like, okay. So I started one. 
And then I started learning, oh, you can guest on other people's podcasts. I really like talking like about stuff. I love actually responding to questions mm-hmm. because they serve to help. Like I, I can really feel the energy and the shifts and the changes and transformations that happen. Um, so that naturally happened. And then I started hearing about, oh, people go and get paid speaking. And so, so I, I started like looking for workshops and to go facilitate or looking for other groups that were looking for speakers. And so I started reaching out and doing it that way um, to really, Perfect. which I learned now I learned uh, within the last year. I want to say um, <laughs> so much has changed this past year. <laughs> I know, I feel like, it's like, whoa. Um, but I, I want to say that. So one of my tools that I use to help mirror, especially if I might feel stuck with something or I feel resistance. Um, when I, when I see that there's some resistance or something's taking like way too long, like in a way, in a weird, it's like a feeling of too long versus the, yeah. oh, this is my space. And it is taking this time to do it, but there's an effortless part to it versus the resistance of this is not right. Uh Um, Uh But I refer to also one of the things that I refer to as my human design chart. Um, And so one of those for me is to respond. And I'm like, no wonder I love being interviewed because I'm literally (laughs) responding to questions. Um, And if for business stuff, like when I'm creating things, I'm responding to what I'm hearing are the issues. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like, I can see how I'm, I'm really building that. in. um, I was oh, doing video for a while. I stopped doing that. However, right now I'm wanting to reintroduce it. So, um, video I'm just, as in like doing, um, like, like pre-recorded Oh, okay. recorded videos. And then um, just putting them up on like Facebook or your blog. On YouTube or... and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the idea for that show is perfection in a minute. And so it's meant to be like, oh, this is something that you can change within a minute. And then it would really help to bring you into your wholeness and completeness. Cool. Do it, girl. <laughs> Do it. So it's like, that's one of the things. Um, but yeah, those are, I would say that those would be my primary ways. And, and with that, because of the introduction, that's how a referral mm-hmm. quote unquote would happen because, mm-hmm. oh, I had this conversation or, oh, I listened to you on Paulette's podcast or show, like yeah. it, whatever. And that's how it would happen. Nice. So, I know. What a great medium. I love it. I just love it. I love, I love, this is going in my fourth year doing this. Um, Heart and Hustle series. And I just love people's stories. And I love what people are bringing to the world. And I love being able to share that. Yeah. You know, because some people don't have access to meeting these people or seeing what else is out there. And there's so much out there. Yes. You know, and it's, it's so, so cool. And I'm so grateful for people like you uh, that are like, yeah, let me use this part yeah. to, to yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, and I'm, I'm like you too. I love being interviewed. I could talk forever. So, you know, I have a few opinions, but. Um... <laughs> I love the way your hands kind of went like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, it's such a great tool. It's such a great way uh, to reach other people and to show people what people are doing. And, hey, I think I need you, 
you know, I've been looking for that. And I love, you know, that's why I call myself the hostess. It's like, I love networking. I love bringing people together. And it's like, you got to meet her and you got to meet him. And, you know, <laughs> you got to do this thing. And um, it's just so good because that's how we survive. That's how we live and grow our communities and grow our businesses and, you know, grow the richness in our lives. Right. Yes. Yeah. I love it. So I thank, thank you. Thank you for putting me so in your web. Much. <laughs> so much. It's so good. I think we could probably talk for a few days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, so, such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Mm -hmm. And um, thank you, everyone in Heart and Hustle land for spending a, another, another half an hour or whatever time with us uh, so that you get to hear what Denicia is doing. And um, you'll get all her links in the blog. Uh, and connect with her and go where you need to go and share what you want to share and make some magic and and uh, have a communion with your food. <laughs> play, play, right? Uh, need more play, need more play in our lives. So um, again, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate me so it. Yeah. All right, you guys, until next time, Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your hostess, Paulette Rees-Denis. And until we meet again, take good care.